Hello and welcome to another episode of the All About Feeling Good podcast. I am your host Richard Arsenault and today's guest is a good friend of mine. His name is Leo. He's uh, 37 years old from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. How's it going, man? Good hey, hey, man, it's going good. I, uh, I'm happy that it's nice and warm in Pittsburgh right now. Awesome, awesome. Getting that the cold juices in while it's uh, warm weather, eh? Oh yeah, nothing like uh, doing juice drinking during uh, you know single degree weather and getting that getting that shiver down to the core. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, well, uh, let's get right into it. Um, when and what made you go vegan? Oh yeah, great, great. So, um, you know, well, vegetarianism was where my journey started uh, mm-hmm. when I was in fifth grade. Um, I remember I had a dog, a pet animal uh, that was a guard dog, and um, my older sister was, you know, being a teenager and doing stuff like that, and she had some guys come into the house, and I remember my dad went to the front door to see who was at the front door at like 8.30 at night or something, and uh, my dog was a Doberman, and uh, that dog, man, that dog protected the house you know and not that these guys were you know i don't know but it felt i felt a sense of security having that animal in the house as a young boy you know and i remember the the next day at school when i was uh leaving school i can remember it vividly i I just thought to myself that dog would do anything for this family you know and uh i i remember in fifth grade not seeing a big differentiation between, uh, you know, the dogs and other animals and thinking that uh, if this dog could protect my house and my family, and it is part of my family, you know, what's to say that the cow at my cousin's place in West Virginia, um, you know, doesn't care, couldn't care or doesn't have feelings or doesn't have a family. And uh, all these thoughts started uh, kind of solidifying that eating meat wasn't something that really fit what I was doing or how I was feeling about, uh, like logical decisions. Um, but veganism, uh, didn't come for way later. Uh, mm-hmm. I had been an unhealthy vegetarian my whole life, you know, I, even in fifth grade prior to vegetarianism or whatever the case may be, a uh, lot of, lot of, processed foods, a lot of Doritos. Uh, basically, I ate cheese and bread in some manner, cheese, bread, and tofu in some manner, all the way up until my 30s, uh, with a great amount of uh, soda pop, big, big time soda pop drinker here. <laughs> uh, I, I remember I would get like six or seven soda pops at a dinner. Holy you know, I, I was like the big gulp construction worker type of guy. Um, you know, for breakfast, give me that Dr. Pepper or the Mountain Dew, chick code red. Um, but when I turned 30 years old, you know, it's, it's nice that I could say this now because I meet a lot of people that know who I am and how I live and they're my age or older or in my age group. And, you know, something has to change you in this world. You know, you can sit around, wake up in the morning, go to sleep, beating yourself up at night 
and, and dissect your life and try to figure out what you need to change. We all say, it. or if we don't say it, sure as hell, somebody around us will tell us what we need to change. And, um, you know, you could talk about it all day, uh, but it's the action that really does it. And, and, and a lot of people, including me, have a lot a hard time changing. Um, but what, what I've always learned or seen a pattern of is what actually changes you. Like what, what did you listen to? What resonated with you? What experience did you go in? Did you watch that slaughterhouse video? You know, what, what changed you? And um, when you can like find things to change you and change the way you are is how you can start building new patterns and, and healthier habits. Uh, when I was 30 years old, I was drinking the pop and eating the bread and cheese every meal or tofu, fried tofu, processed tofu and every meal. And um, I was I was a construction worker. I was on a piece of digging equipment. I had on a young white T-shirt. And my belly was sticking out of that shirt. And this kid that I was working with looked up at me and just started laughing, you know, and I didn't even know what was so funny. I turned the machine off. I said, what's so funny? He said, dude, you should see yourself right now. And, uh, you know, I looked down and I saw the belly, the t-shirt the getting pulled up with the belly button sticking out and everything. And uh, I, I said then and there, you know, something's got to, I got to do something different. And uh, I stopped drinking soda pop. Uh, I, I quit drinking soda pop. I started doing push-ups. That, that was, that was like the, the big momentum shift in my life. And, and it couldn't have came at a better time. I, I had had children, um, that, that relationship with the mother didn't work out. And I was living back at my parents' house at 30 years old. And, um, I was pretty depressed. I was, pro you know, I was, I, I had a rough spout going into that, uh, leading up to that. But I think 30 in my memory, was the most unhappy I've ever felt. Um, the that instance where my buddy was laughing at me when I was working on the machine with the belly sticking out, that really that really set some things in motion for me. Um, you know, the next day or like the next week, luckily, my best friend went out of town. And him and I would go out to dinner all the time. I'd go have all my soda pops to help digest all my fried tofu and bread and cheese. Lots of bread, lots and lots of cheese. And um, I, I, uh, I had my soda. I was drinking all my sodas. And, I, and he left that week. And I didn't go out to eat dinner that whole week. And I stopped drinking soda that whole week. <clears throat> and, uh, like, the next week, I was skinnier. Like, just from not drinking soda. I, I lost a significant amount of weight on mm. my belly. Um, that same friend that I go out to eat with all the time convinced me to go to the gym with him for the first time, maybe a couple weeks after that. I told you I started doing the push-ups, so I felt like uh, time to get to that next level. That's what I told the trainers when I was signing up. Yeah. And yeah, and um, I did. The, the gym did take me to the next level because you know it helped. It helped. Um, set direction and intention for my day, you know, waking up in the morning or, or making sure I get my workout in every day, uh, really made me value 
what I'm putting into my body. Cause it's like, it, it's one thing to sit around all day and relax and indulge. Uh, but when you put your foot out in the, in the dirt or you put your foot in, you know, you, you actually do it. You put your foot through that door and you start sweating and, and you, you know, you get home, you take your shower and you think, what am I going to eat? You know, cause you're all hungry and everything. Yeah. What, what you do then, uh, I feel like you have more, more momentum going into a healthy decision after a workout, you know? Um, For sure. It, it, it's kind of like what I'm doing right now. I, I haven't eaten this month. And uh, I've been on watermelon juice, being that the watermelons are $7 for, you know, tons of watermelon, and you get so much juice out of them. There's no reason not to drink it. For me, I look forward to watermelon juice all year. But, what again, this brings back the point of, like, just like going to work out in the morning or whatever, or saving that workout for the day and knowing, you know, you can't eat a packet of bonbons before you go work out. You're, you know, some candy junk. You're not going to feel like working out. So it's like keeping that workout looming there or, or getting that workout in and then setting the precedent for the day is like uh, the same thing as what I feel like I'm doing right now. While this, this warm weather's out, I haven't been eating. I've been drinking the watermelon juice. And it's just setting my intentions and directions for the rest of the summer. I hope, you know, sometimes things happen, mm -hmm. you know, there's all types of, I don't try not to look into the future too much, but, but generally I feel focused. And when I feel focused, um, usually I, I can, I can reach some really high places in accomplishments of what makes me feel good about myself. And I, I love the word feeling good. And I love that you have feeling good in your, uh, in your, in your Instagram name. Uh, you have it in your podcast, you know, and, and to me, the word feeling is one of the most important word, words in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I have, I agree. I have friends that will, that will say things like, what do you, what do you mean what your body needs? you know, you know what your body's wanting. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? And they almost don't believe that it's a real thing to understand your body, to feel what, what resonates with you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I feel like that intuitiveness within yourself is something that can be worked on. Uh, it's just the same thing as if, you know, I remember when I was in, when I was a young lad and I, I would take a test, uh, and I was, I, I never studied very much. So I, I didn't, have too high expectations for myself but when when i when i would take the test i would sometimes get an answer wrong i'm sure most of us did you know and and sometimes you had the right answer but you talked yourself out of it you know you didn't go with like your gut feeling you know especially mm -hmm. when you don't when you didn't study and you got to try to try to make sense of it all you know like you got to go with you know, you, what what feels right and then you talk yourself out of it and you pick a, the answer that looks right or who knows you even look at somebody else's test but but like uh, that gut feeling is something that I think that we all um, have uh, some have more in uh, are more in touch with it and can can utilize it in, in more uh, avenues like even to the idea of what you what you get dressed what you what clothing you wear in the morning I mean obviously temperature is gonna you know whether it's raining all these things are factors weighing in on your your article of clothing decision but but the colors, you know, um, like I just think that there's a lot of undermine underlining meaning to a lot of the things that we do and a lot of the things that we put in our bodies. And if you go, 
if you can believe that to the slightest, then there's directions. You know, one thing about believing is if you can believe one thing, then there has to be an opposite to that. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if you wear, let's just say all your clothing, you know, is like dyed with chemicals and, you know, made in, in a third world country sweatshop, like, okay, you know, and, and maybe you're, you're, you, you wear tight clothing, you know, restrictive like collars and stuff like that. Like these are extremes, but like, I just think that, um, the way things, the way we do things around us have more effects on us than, than we're aware of, you know, uh, like the things we put into our body, like the toothpaste, the deodorants, um, uh, you know, even the water, uh, that's drank a lot, you know, all the fluorides, the, uh, chlorines, you know, even taking a shower in these waters, you know, uh, looking at a screen, you know, like there, all these things I feel like factor, um, into like commonly understood it's like toxins, you know, and I don't know if it's always the same toxins as everybody imagines, but it's just like, I feel like there's things that are going on that can take away from an overall good feeling. And collectively, if enough of these things are going on, it can have domino effects uh, to how you feel day to day and how you interact with people and how people interact with you and generally where your life path will lead you ultimately. Man, I totally agree with that. (laughs) Absolutely. it, it, it's a little crazy, right? Like the, the clothing you wear, like comes from the wrong place. So you're carrying around bad vibes. Like, no, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not like saying that, but at the same time, like, what if you put on a piece of piece of clothing that a really good friend of you gave you that they, that they've created art in and it's their, and it's their clothing that they, that they like, and it, and it has, it carries with them an energy, you know? And uh, when you get that energy and you wear that, uh, I'm not saying you're gonna have a different life, but I mean, everything's gonna be different. I mean, there's just so many little little things in this world that happen to people that create so many different uh, like avenues that their lives can take. Um, and I think the diet is an extremely important one. Um, when I'm around people that I eat the clean that eat clean with me, you know, there's definitely a building. There's definitely a building of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, cause, because, because I can feel it. Um, you know, you, you could get all these studies and, and you could find all these people that find facts or, or you could tell me that this uh, dinosaur bone uh, has been here for X amount of years and this is how it works. You put it in here and, this does this and listen, I don't know anything about that crap. You, you could, it could all, you know, I don't care what the scientists say about anything. To me, the, the information is a feeling, uh, because there's too much manipulation and interest out there, uh, ulterior motives, uh, Mm -hmm. all types of things that are not in my best interest. And I've learned this by seeing the direction and not liking the feeling. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, like um, a lot of times my I'll say to my friends, like, well, I feel better when I eat fruit all day or I feel better, you know, um, when I'm not eating heavy, greasy foods. Uh, and everybody looks at me when I say these things and thinks, duh, of course. You know, well, yeah, my armpits don't stink as bad, you know, when I'm not eating greasy food. You know, oh, well, my shit, you know, my shit doesn't stink when, I, when I'm not eating a whole bunch of greasy food. You know, I, I, well, they all look at me like I'm an idiot for even expressing that to them. But nobody's yeah. ever experienced it. Yeah. You know, nobody's ever experienced how nice it is to not, like, carry with, you know, and body odor is a hard one. Listen, I smell, all right? I smell like a human. You know, the thing is, is that a lot of the people wear deodorant think that maybe I might not smell good, but 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 they don't realize is when you clean up in the inside and you smell yourself, you might like it. You might mm -hmm. like the way the clean you smells. Now, it doesn't smell like Burberry, you know, yeah. but to me, Burberry gives me a headache. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like colognes. I don't like perfumes. I don't try to hide who I am. I try to let who I am out. Absolutely. Especially when I'm proud of who I am. And I think that that's something that I, I like to build momentum with on juice. Mm -hmm. I always feel like a juice is a nice barometer, but I'm not perfect. You know, I I go back and forth. I I have plenty of friends. I'll go get all types of uh cooked vegan food but i'll tell you what when i'm in the grocery store binging on cooked vegan foods and and all these great vegan snacks i'm embarrassed i don't yeah. want i don't want someone to see me that knows me and be like oh that's him he, look what he's got in his shopping cart because normally that that's not who that doesn't feel like who i am mm -hmm. you know i feel like that's somebody that i have to hide away that that i'm not proud of you know, and uh, I I do it every once in a while, but it, it don't feel right. And then you know I start getting acne the next couple of days, and yep. and um, there's just a lot of like to me black and white facts of why the junk food, obsessing over the junk food and the greasy fruit and the fried food and the French fries and the nachos isn't isn't the ticket. Now listen, I also don't think it's great to be perfect. You know, like what's so great about having completely perfect breatharianism? I don't need anything. I, I walk on water and you're all alone. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, so, um, you know, I, I don't want to sit around, eat green, drink green juice all day and, and, and put myself in this health bubble that isn't healthy. Yeah. Um, one one thing I, I you could talk I've heard Alan Watts you know you talk about health 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 who knows what the hell health is because health is so much more than what you eat you know it's how you live it's it's mm -hmm. the people you're around it's um it's your parents what brought you up and health can change you know what what could be healthy for you now could not be as healthy for you later uh, in my opinion and again. Where my opinion comes from isn't from somebody else's studies. It's from my experiences and my feelings. And I think, I think that when you feel healthy, you need to stay doing what you're doing. You know, um, if, if you don't feel healthy doing what you're doing, 
that's usually a good indicator that you might want to think about some found fundamental changes in what you're doing. Um, I've always been a pretty high energy person, so the fruit really fits my the way I live my life. I've always been outdoorsy, so uh, so I really like getting a good amount of sugar to give me the energy to live the life I, I live. Now, one thing about doing consistent diet changes, I do notice that depending on how I'm eating or drinking or everything's relative. I feel like uh, if you know what your goals are for your happiness, then a diet could structure around your goals. And, and that way it could give you maybe more so what you're looking for physically with you, with the body you have, you know, and, and, uh, with the mind. Um, but, uh, but I feel really good when I'm not eating. Um, maybe I'm a little irritable sometimes. I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and say that, uh, food, like even just thinking about food doesn't probably release some chemicals that make you feel happy, you know? So, so sometimes fasting, um, I can feel really great. I can feel really great. Like, like everything's like, uh, light and light and like, um, like light is in like heavy, you know, like mm-hmm. if you could imagine eating a heavy meal and then you could imagine not eating for a week, uh, that the light feeling that you carry with you as opposed to the heavy feeling, um, is, is really nice. Like I, I like to think of an analogy of like, if you ate a whole lot, you should have a whole lot of energy to do stuff, but then you're heavier. Everything's, uh, you know, you're processing food and that's going to take a little bit of your energy. And I feel like, uh, when you're, when you're not eating, you're lighter. Now you don't have maybe as much energy to pull from, but everything kind of just requires a little less energy, like even making dinner. <laughs> you're not eating, you know, so you don't have to make dinner. Yeah. Um, I, I really like juice though. You know, Rich, I, 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 I like, uh, I like to doing the vegan thing. I, I, I started the vegan thing after I was, after I was, uh, after I started working out. So I was working out, I was working out for a while mm-hmm. doing the vegetarian thing. This is actually a great story. Uh, I made a post about it on my Instagram at fruit pull-ups way down the, way down the road. Yeah. Uh, old post, but it's, but it's a really good, it's a good indicator of, of kind of maybe give me a little credibility to somebody that doesn't know me or doesn't understand as much about consistent diet changes. Um, I was really into bodybuilding after I lost that, after I lost the soda pop weight, um, I started taking my vegan diet or my vegetarian diet more seriously, high protein. I was eating as many grams that I weighed of protein a day. And I was finding that all on a vegetarian diet. And my main go-to for my protein, uh, if you're trying to build muscles, this will work, but it might give you a kidney stone because that's what happened to me. Uh, I was doing tons of the whey protein, um, which is a byproduct from cheese. Uh, I was doing um, tons of Greek yogurt. Uh, I would eat so many eggs in a day. I would do these three (laughs) egg omelets with tofu 
and, um, you know, black beans and all types of crazy, you know, my dad would make them use Hispanic, put onions in there. It was great. And, um, and then I would eat hard boiled eggs throughout the day. Uh, I was just always, always munching on protein, all the nuts you could imagine. Um, I grew a great physique, uh, and I got a kidney stone and a kidney stone's like, so what? You got a kidney stone. You got a kidney stone. Who cares? Everybody gets a kidney stone, whatever. But like when you have your first kidney stone, tell that person then that it's just a kidney stone because I literally thought that like, I don't know, my gallbladder exploded or or something inside of me was completely internally bleeding. I mean, all my mind was going all over the place. I, I was laying in the hospital room looking down at, you know, a pretty nice physique because I was lifting a lot and I was chugging all types of protein. And I remember thinking like, (laughs) this isn't healthy. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't healthy, you know, like, yeah, I don't give a, I don't care, you know, uh, how many muscles you got. It's not healthy. You know, I, I wouldn't, I never went in the hospital for some shit like that. And I've never been in the hospital since. Um, I, I calmed down on the eggs and, and my mom, you know, my mom knew it. My mom's smart lady. She says, uh, that's from all that whey protein you've been eating, you know, cause I was, making them shakes, building up muscle. I was probably on creatine too. And, um, you know, my mom was a vegetarian. She, 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 uh, became a vegetarian after she lost her first, first pet dog. Okay. And, um, when, when I became a vegetarian, I luckily could follow her. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, well, I don't like to say anything's unfortunate because here I am now. But at that time, my mother, well, throughout my life, my mother has never uh, enforced any dietary regulations. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been a free-for-all of Surge and Doritos. Uh, like, I really believe that I gave myself an allergic, like, uh, an allergy to chocolate because I ate so many Milky Ways when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, this was way younger. I don't, I don't have the allergy anymore, but I, got, I would get a headache every time I ate chocolate because I overdid it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so I, I wanted to, uh, I, I was big and I realized this wasn't the healthiest. My mom told me to stop drinking the whey. I, 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 I slowed down on all that crazy protein building stuff. Um, but I, I tried to just get healthier and I got, I got healthier as a vegetarian, healthier and healthier and healthier and healthier as a vegetarian. I remember looking at the grocery store and every single thought process I went through was a calculation of how much sugar, I wanted to keep the sugar low back then, how much sugar, how much protein, and how many calories. And I don't even believe in calories anymore. Uh, I think calories is a completely, I mean, okay, a calorie is something, you can you can say that, but if you're trying to use logic and compare it in calories, there's no logic to calories. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that 100 calories of jelly beans has any same uh, comparison to 100 calories of watermelon. And if you say the sugar, that just shows me that this conversation's pointless. You know, one, <laughs> one thing I, I love about uh, who I am is that I don't argue with people. I learned this from my friend Dave. Like, I don't, I, I know what I think. You know, I know what I feel. And if, if you think you know differently and you have all the studies and you're some big genius, then you're right. Leave me alone. I don't, I don't, I don't need to waste my energy trying to convince you because you're a genius. 
you know, so, so what, what I've learned is that the things that work for me work for me. And, and I feel I can, I have my own, my own judgment on, on what's taking place and, uh, through consistent changes also, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like if, if you can't consistently change something, then it's hard to see a reaction to what you're doing. But, um, um, when I went through all these stages, looking back in them, I see consistent changes in growth and development. Uh, even, even, you know, getting off of deodorant, even, you know, getting off of heavy toothpaste usage, uh, you know, getting out of drinking every water. Like there was a time in my life, a summer in my life where I drank so much water with no prejudice. If I saw water, I had to drink it. Listen, I almost had an eight pack. I was, I had the best six pack I ever had. My skin was super tight, no salt, heavy water everywhere. But is it, is it healthy to drink that much water? Like, you know, when everybody sees me doing it, and even though I was like great result, man, it's like, um, you know, you shouldn't drink that much water. You're going to flush all the minerals out of your body. Like, Oh, that, well, that makes sense. What, when I heard that, I thought to myself, that sounds pretty logical. That feels right. I probably shouldn't drink this much water, uh, but it goes right back to the whey protein in the in the kidney stone. Like mm-hmm. I looked great, you know, I was getting the exact results I wanted. So I don't care if there's fluoride in the water or not; it's working. But is that healthy? You know, uh, is, is that healthy? You know, like who really knows what is healthy unless you feel good, right? That that to me is the only way you could say you're healthy. So like if, if you ate, uh, the McDonald's diet and you didn't get a heart attack and you didn't gain, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't gain a whole lot of weight, but the point is like, do you you feel good eating that diet? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you get diabetes in 10 years. I don't care what, you know, I'm not worried about paying the piper later. I'm worried about what I'm doing with myself right now and how it responds to how I feel. Uh, and, and, um, I've always been trying to feel better through dieting, uh, as, as, as something to hang my hat on, you know, I've been upset, you know, losing girlfriends or whatever trials and tribulations uh, life can throw at you. And I I remember so many times I, I would just be like, at least I'm, at least I'm, at least I'm focused on my diet. You know, at least I'm eating clean right now. At least, at least I'm not, um, you know unfit and, and not physical, you know, it's a, it's a pain to move. And like, you know, I, I don't like to say stuff like this cause, cause it's, it could be rude, you know, but like when, when you carry a lot of weight on you, you know, like fat, if I dare say the word, <laughs> it, it, it like, um, you don't like it when it's hot out. I don't know too many people that carry around a big blanket of insulation under their skin that enjoy it when it's hot out. Yeah. And, uh, if I'm, if I'm living in the cold and, uh, I mean, you know, heavy, you know, nice fattening foods and stuff like that. Uh, maybe you could call it, uh, you know, the, the comfort food, you know, you may have eaten all my comfort food. It's freaking single degrees outside. Have a nice bowl of soup or whatever, you know, great for me, you know. But but um, but when it's summer, you know, and that's why like uh, like I've been saying, I'm doing the juice this month. 
Like when it's summer, I like being light. I don't like carrying around extra insulation on top of my body. It's going to bring up my body heat. And then I sweat and I'm, you know, when you're sweat, you're getting toxins out of your body. And then, you know, you're, you're all, you know, it's just this collective not feeling as good that I like to feel good. Like I don't, I don't want air conditioning because my, I'm not carrying around that insulation that needs cooled down. Mm-hmm. I don't mind being outside, you know, and um, I'm well hydrated. So, you know, it's not like I have to worry about fainting outside. And, uh, you know, I feel like the sun can really affect a lot of people because, um, you know, of, of your, your, your skin pigment allowance, you know, and uh, I just think it's just like a jogging, you know, like you can't jog 10 miles the first day. But a little bit of exposure, you know, will 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 start, you know, getting your skin more acclimated to to being around the sun. You know, if you if you don't burn and you can get back inside and heal, you know, and um, you know, it's like uh, you could add sunscreen right to the list with the aluminum and the deodorant and the crazy crap fluoride and uh, toothpaste and uh, you know, there's just this level of unlearning that our society puts on us that um, I hope someone hears it here first. And, and maybe someone says, you know what? That does make sense that if I wasn't eating, uh, you know, greasy processed uh, food, dead animal cheeses, you know, like cheese and butter. Like when I look at these things, yeah. I just, I just see that I see the cheese and I see the butter like meat doesn't meat grosses me out and all, but, but when I see the cheese, when I see the butter, it really just looks to me like some gross lard, like mayonnaise stuff that like when you eat it, that's where your cellulite came from. Like, it's just like, duh, like I'm yeah. like, I'm 37 years old. I see plenty of older people and that. And that brings me to like what I like to be. Uh, I like to be someone that the people that I grew up with are changing and, and, and their bodies are changing. And it goes back to what I was saying that something needs to change you. And when you when you were fit and lean and ate whatever you wanted, and then you start getting older and you start getting older, and then you're in your 30s, mid 30s, and then your skin starts looking differently. You know, uh, all these all, all these little aches and pains from inflammation. You know, all these little things start are, start arising. Uh, gluten allergies from abuse of gluten as a child, or whatever the case may be. You know that's where you something has to change you that's where you have to find something because because you weren't really that intuitive leading up to this process with your body and now your body's like okay i tried to send hints i tried to send you feelings i tried to make that watermelon look good when you walked past it in the grocery store but you didn't listen so i'm quitting and and mm-hmm. get, go get go get a doctor to fix me you know yeah. and 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 if you got to that point, you know, the, the doctors, they, they have great intentions, you know, and everything, but they, um, they're in a slippery slope too. Cause they, uh, they got their own agendas You know, everybody, just like the healthcare industry, just like the information the doctors have, just like the smart person that thinks I'm crazy. You know, every, you kind of have your foot in other doors that there are conf- like a conflict of interest that agreeing with that. I remember a study came out like, Four years ago, one of my best friends brought up to me like right away. He's like, "Oh man, oh man, you, you coconut oil is bad for you. Coconut oil is bad for you. Uh, everybody knows it. It's all over the news." 
And it's like, uh, you know, like this dude JP said, did this like joke about it. Like, yeah, they, of course, coconut oil is bad for you. There's no coconuts in, in America. You know, the <laughs> vegetable oil is what they tried to they tried to promote. And it's like, yeah, they're not going to promote something that needs imported into the country. You know, I just don't, I just don't like other people trying to herd me in the decisions of what's best for me. I, I feel yeah. like uh, there, there's just too many, too many hands in the cookie jar trying to, trying to change what, what I, what I should think. And, um, you know, a lot of times with diet, I tell people like, it's not your fault. Like don't blame yourself for how you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's just like, uh, you didn't know any better. Yeah. You know, and then, and then the knowing, the knowing is action, you know? So if, if you, if you know something, you act on it. Yeah. And, um, it's hard to break, it's hard to break habits. It's hard to, to do all these things, but, um, sometimes you just need a, a little, a little push, you know, a little push to set you on your path. And, and some people dive right in the deep end and, 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 and start taking things super seriously. And, and, you know, some people go back and forth over the line and, and sometimes find something special, you know? Um, but I think, I think a lot starts with dieting. I, I really do. And, um, you know, the meat is, is good. And I think that if anybody's ever thinking about stopping, I said the meat is good. I know I said that. Everybody's like, what? But like, <laughs> like, listen, like, I, I haven't eaten a piece of meat since fifth grade. I'm 37. You can, I can argue to myself that there's a situation to eat meat. You know, there is. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. care. You put me in the middle of nowhere with no fruit, no freaking whatever, and I, and I'm breatharianism in it, and, I, and I'm finding the way. You know, when that bunny looks so stupid right in front of me, I'm not saying I'm going to kill it, but come on, I'm hungry, right? Yeah, survival. Survival, right. So, like, or in the wintertime, like, you know, I, I I don't know. There's 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 times where you could say, like, what are you going to do, eat freaking berries, or, you know, if, if it was that situation. You yeah. Know? My point to this whole thing is that I can't say that about cheese. I can't, I can't, I can't say cheese is good. Yeah. Cheese tastes great. You know, cheese, cheese is good tasting, but, but you, you I can argue that meat has nutrition or meat has some benefits oh, or you sure. can build this type of physique on this type of diet. I can argue that with myself. Mm-hmm. What are your, what are your goals? Well, my goal is this. All right, we'll go eat meat, I guess. But, but you know, what are your goals? I don't see, I don't see the, the, the cheese and the, and the mayonnaise and the sour cream, like I don't see that falling in line with any goals. Like no. I, I don't know too many people that that's their goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, but but I do but I do but I like I said I don't blame people because because our habits aren't our faults. You know I mean uh, they're who we are. You know they're they're not something that we need to be ashamed of. You know mm-hmm. I think I think that it's something that we need to acknowledge. And say, well, you know, I don't really feel as good when I eat a whole bunch of greasy food. So I wonder what it would be like to eat a day of, you know, quinoa and, uh, you know, some health food or, or some vegan food. And, and, and that brings me to the other things like you could eat vegan and be completely unhealthy. I mean, it, it's yeah. 2020. I've been I've been doing this vegetarian thing. I remember Morningstar Farms, you know, first put out the corn dog. 
you know, there's all types of, there's all types of like, it's not going to, vegan's not going to fix everything, you know, but I, I think that it does help with some things, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and, uh, I have a friend that argues with me what you think a vegan's a better person than a non-vegan. And it's like, no, that doesn't make you a better person because you're vegan. You can still be a crappy person and, and be a vegan. Uh, crappy is in like immoral to my morals, if that makes any sense. But um, I think that when you, when you do think about veganism, it kind of just puts living things on an equal playing field a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh you could kind of maybe uh if you if you could agree that hurting animals isn't necessary then you might be interested in not hurting the oxygen and you might be a little more interested in not wasting the water and you might be you know it, it, and it's that it's that rabbit hole that mm-hmm. i give veganism a lot of a lot of kudos for because i think that it opens our eyes up to generally treating our environment as an equal as yeah. opposed to our environment as something that's disposable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I totally agree. It's it's kind of just opening a door into so many different things that, y- y- like myself, and I'm sure yourself as well, you go vegan, and it's not just, okay, yeah, we're, we go vegan probably for either uh, the animals or mostly i guess but some people start with with health and then they kind of realize okay yeah now they're more vegan for the animals but there's also so many little things tied into that where you know you you end up finding yourself in a different place you find a way to love somebody better or you know it, it like you said it's a line or it's a door into different types of kindness towards different things and be just more awareness around maybe, a lot maybe of stuff. a little more acceptance too yeah you know, exactly maybe, maybe a little more acceptance that like you know especially when you when when you inspire others you know you you can you can accept them because they're looking up to you mm-hmm. you know and i'm not saying that that anybody's looking up to me but i but when i i do come across somebody that listens to me and 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 and, and wants more information and doesn't doesn't come at me confrontational but but almost builds with me because you know i've learned so much through situations like this you know i've learned so much through like-minded people hearing me out and allowing me to get my thoughts in some form of composition mm-hmm. um i i think that uh that if you if you if you're not open-minded to things um you may not really ever find yourself or, or at least find, find some parts of yourself because, uh, like I said, things aren't our faults, right? Like it's not your fault. You eat the way you eat. It's not your fault. You can't kick the habit. You can't kick. But, um, you know, part of finding, finding something within yourself is, is finding the faults of yours that aren't in your control. So like, Mm -hmm. Like, why do I like uh, a certain type of women? You know, why do I like, uh, you know, or why, like a girl, why does she like the bad guy? You know, so like when, when people can figure out the whys of what they're doing, I feel like it, it tells you maybe a lot about yourself and whether you've been running a script of some manipulation or whether or not this is something that resonates you with you because of X, Y, and Z 
or you know this feels right with you and mm-hmm. uh and um it's hard to find those things when when you're closed-minded i know i said some closed-minded thing earlier about like if you don't agree with me then i'm not going to waste my time arguing with you yeah because uh, i'm not teaching in the form of any arguments you know and 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 i have a lot to learn i learn every day i learn about myself i i make mistakes every day you know yeah. like um you know the the human isn't like uh the human this is this is like a six hour conversation right here but like the human generally i feel like has de-evolved uh mm-hmm. more than anything else uh more than any evolution like you would think that if humans were evolving we would have built-in masks on our face by now um you know right <laughs> yeah. it's a joke you know but but uh but 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 my point is is that we're de-evolving to the point where we need to live in bubbles someday or we need to wear these fake masks or they say we need to wear these fake masks and and um the the overall point of that is that that if a human was evolving it would it should be adapting and overcoming and um mm-hmm. uh you know I, I don't know as far as other animals in this in this place I compare us to I, I could see a squirrel is evolved I could I could see a little logic in that you know I can see the birds they evolved because because they're fine out there you know you put a human outside see how evolved we are yeah you know, I, <laughs> yeah you know like we're we're pretty devolved I think we're going the other way and I think you could you could not blame but you could credit uh, technology for a, yeah. a lot of that where where we where we don't need uh where we don't need to do the physical labors because of you know even machines back in the day that came around like uh, i just i just feel like uh, getting like to the raw diet and just being more more one with like our surroundings as opposed to like trying to Like if if we're devolving and that or whatever, and you're not healthy because of it, then the path that's doing that to me isn't necessarily the right path to follow. Mm-hmm. And and that's where like like I remember my mom was always into like alternative medicine, like ginseng and 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 uh, uh, other herbs like that. And yeah, um, I I remember you know everybody you know caffeine or it's like ginseng or it's like you know but like I just feel like there's a uh, there's like this hidden information like well if you go to the doctor and say hey you know i have this problem would 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 dandelion oil help but the doctor will look at you and be like well you know i really can't due to liabilities i can't you know give that any credit you know Mm -hmm. but if you take this this you know this pill you know you don't get these side effects you'll be okay yeah and um again it's like that goes right back to like the conflict of interest where like people really can't express what they say when they're really trying to help people and i think that there's more out there in healing than a pill you know and 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 uh i think also limiting things generally will heal you more than adding more things into the uh into the equation you know i think like subtraction subtraction will solve more than addition when it comes to ailment yeah I think uh, I think de- like what you're saying on devolving, I feel like a lot of that is like there's nothing wrong with how and what way we're going now. I think it's just what we're 
what we know we have and that we've like lost you know all the the um, the plant medicines and all these like you know like meditation and these things we know in certain places people use and they're are super beneficial but a lot of it is like pushed away or like frowned upon or you know like you say with the medicine they're prescribing pills now because somebody can make money off of it but like we could still be making money off growing these certain plants to heal people it's just it's not as good or it's not as as easy i don't know you know it, it doesn't oh, involve oh, you know, as oh, much wait, wait, money wait, 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 don't, wait, no, don't say you don't know you don't say you don't know because it, it's a big cycle and, oh, yeah. and what it is is it's the pharmaceutical industries yeah. the insurance industries and the food industries all in the cahoots you know and and that's why we don't find alternative healing that's mm -hmm. why the textbooks are written the way they are that's why uh you know and, and it's not you know, the, the scary thing is the more I figure out about this stuff is that I learned that it's not about money. You know, I used to always say, oh, it's the money, the money. The money is just a distraction. Yeah. The, the, what, what, what's really taking place is about is about is about suppression. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about it's about not wanting to people to be at all optimum health. Like yeah. uh, I saw like, uh, something like if a, if a country, if it was another country that uh, paid your health coverage, they wouldn't allow half the chemicals in the food that they do in this country, in my country, in America. Like, mm -hmm. the, there's like the regulations for food are like if you if you look in the FDA and say that these things are gonna uh, keep me safe, like that's gonna like just go like take a big bath in deodorant and brush your teeth really good with all the aluminum and just you know don't worry about the chlorine in your water, just drink it all up because because everything's okay. But if, if you see these things as a problem, then you start realizing that the world around us isn't set up for us to, to be the healthiest. Like mm -hmm. if, if I was the owner of the world or the president or the country or one world order or whatever the heck it is, I would say to everybody, you know, okay, all the organic produce is free. If you want cigarettes and meat and dairy and cheese, it's a hundred dollars each. Yeah. So, so you can have, you can have all the free organic uh, produce, you know, but, but then it goes into conflict of interest. Like, oh, you're going to run the country uh, on fruit. Where are you going to get all the fruit? Because you're going to have to get it from another country, you know, because, I mean, America grows some fruit, but we import most of our fruit, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. It's, uh, I think it just has to do a lot with, also with just like disconnecting with nature and like we are part of nature but i think that is one aspect that we're kind of skipping out on and forgetting about and you know like forging why aren't we like you know learning about that like you go through school and just learn shit they want you to learn and you know all the nature stuff and stuff we need to still have these things with us and keep it going with us and not like leave it behind yeah like what and, if, what if mass know, education is taught breath work yeah exactly we can have yeah, all the technology what, well, we want we can go in that direction but we should still be keeping these like, things with us you know number one textbook in high school should be the power of now yeah exactly you know, like, like start people really like understanding that they're more than just the name on their uh 
birth certificate, you know, that they're, yeah. they, they, that we, we, we're here together, you know, and we're trying to, we're trying to help each other. To me, to me, I feel best when I'm helping, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and giving. Those, those are, those are the two things that I always feel like, uh, if I give, if I make somebody something and I give it to them, I, that usually, that usually gives me what I want, uh, mm-hmm. for my day, you know? And, um, and I think using energy, you know, exercise is important for health too. Like if you're, if you feel good, you're going to want to move, you know? And, um, you know, if you find yourself not wanting to move, uh, you're lying to yourself if you tell me you feel good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're lying to me. If you tell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, let's go back a bit. And what what was that trigger that actually made you go vegan? Like, what was that thing oh, that, yeah, yeah. that that yeah. switch there? Yeah, totally. So I had been working out for a long time. I had cleaned up my diet considerably, mm-hmm. and I became obsessive with my physique. Uh, which I kind of was already remember I was laying in the hospital over it with, with a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. So, so, so worrying about my physique and trying to get to a new level, always trying to get to that next level. I could not get under 156 pounds. I had reached a weight loss plateau. Um, and I was pretty lean. I was, I was pretty big. I carried a lot of muscle at 156. I was, I remember I was happy. I was a big boy. But I wasn't like six pack cut, you know, and to me, uh, I wanted to accomplish that. Uh, but when I first turned vegan, I didn't do it as I didn't know what I know now. Mm-hmm. So I was eating more of like a raw type of diet uh, just because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure um, if that was the best. I didn't know how to eat simple and plain. Um, yeah. So I was just eating a lot of vegetables and um, a lot of vegetables and beans. And, uh, you know, I, I stopped. We're talking about uh, when I when I found veganism, right? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't lose 156 pounds. So I I had this. I, I thought to myself, you know, I had just I just, you know, a lot of my breakthroughs with consistent dietary changes except for the vegetarian one came around like some life situation like i remember my girlfriend uh that was vegetarian with me we both broke we broke up you know Mm -hmm. or she broke up with me and i was i was a vegetarian and i was kind of like on a thing i was i was working out and i couldn't lose the weight and i was like you know what i'm gonna better myself you know i'm gonna i'm gonna lose this this i'm gonna get under 100 or i'm gonna get to 150 pounds I'm going to, I'm going to become, I'm going to start eating a vegan diet. And, um, I, I started and I, I didn't eat like super heavy and I didn't really know how to eat much. And, um, even though my mom was a vegetarian, she still has a pretty good disconnect from the vegetarian to the vegan transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I had a hard time trying to eat a lot, I think, and eating enough. Uh, so I, I lost the six pounds like really fast. Um, and I was really happy with myself and, um, I actually met some other girl and I started telling her about, um, my new vegan diet. And she said to me, uh, you know, we, we probably wouldn't get along. Well, I basically only eat meat right now. Uh, I think that was like the way her last boyfriend was eating. I don't know, but, um, her and I became getting close together and I was pushing my veganism and 
I felt great and I lost the weight and I had my six pack getting stronger and, 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 uh, and, and, and then, you know, I started learning. I mean, I didn't even know what nutritional yeast was back then. And if, if somebody doesn't know what nutritional yeast is now, it's, it's, it sounds scary. Um, but it's one of the best things I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think I haven't had it in a long time cause I've been on juice, but, uh, nutritional yeast is like a good cheese type of substitute, like a powdered cheese type of flaky, uh, nutritional yeast flakes, which is, um, a vitamin B12, which they say, uh, vegans don't get, um, but apparently, uh, from the research I've done, and one thing I think is crazy is that vegans do more research about all this stuff than people that don't uh, eat any restrictive diet. Yeah. I feel like the people that eat any diet don't do any research. Yeah, you know, they 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 just do what everybody else is doing, and they know that's okay because everybody else is doing it. Even though we have like super high cholesterol in this country, and we're known as an obese country, and but everybody else is doing it, so it's okay. We're just gonna do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but when you when you stop eating uh, animal products, you start looking into the stuff. You know, you start uh, solidify or you start concreting your. Your, your beliefs, you know, and, and finding the evidence to support your, your beliefs. And, and uh, you know, once you start finding out about how they treat the animals, you know, what's actually in the milk, like, like, like the amount of milk that is actually in non-organic milk, like um, the word nutritional yeast sounds scary. Everybody thinks yeast is bad for you, but you'll drink beer, which actually does have the yeast in it that is bad for you, that makes you all funky and stinky. Um, <laughs> But the nutritional yeast is like the word nutritional is the key because it's it's made to help supplement something we don't get that I, I don't think any animals get. I think that the people that eat meat, you know, they don't eat animals that eat meat. So they're not going to get B12 from that meat unless that animal has been injected with B12 because that animal eats plants like meat. So... Um, so, you know, everybody kind of, I feel like most people, unless you're adding your, unless your B12 was already added to the dead animal that you're eating, I feel like most people should try to find some form of B12 supplement. Uh, I don't think it's something you need daily. I don't think it's something, you know, I don't, I don't worry about levels by any means. I just worry about feeling good and feeling my body. Like when I see nutritional yeast flakes on something, and my body says, uh, shake that thing like 10 more times, then, then I know that that's what my body wants. Mm -hmm. Um, but, 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 uh, I, I lost the weight, man. I did the vegan thing. Um, and then I started learning about the vegan food and I started gaining weight again, you know, and, and going into different, uh, different diets. And, uh, one thing that really, really caught my eye, uh, was that there was this guy that was just eating bananas. I'm like, wait, this guy's eating bananas for a month. I'm like, you you can do that. Like, we can live off bananas. And then I and then I met this other guy who was eating watermelon. And Dave again, another friend. He's dude ate so many watermelons. <laughs> and I said, well, I said shit. Well, I said, you know, I, I'm sitting here, you know, getting all the water out of my kale and you know, getting all these canned beans, you know, and uh, and um, and and eating eating pretty healthy. Uh, but, but I was interested in the raw diet and I started experimenting with it. And, um, the raw vegan diet kind of 
fell in my lap too because of uh, my thirst for weight loss. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my it's not like an obsession. I just don't enjoy being fat. I don't know. Sometimes I don't mind carrying a little weight on me, like through the winter. But generally, I just like being really skinny. Um, a lot of times when I'm like where I like to be, people might say I'm too skinny. You know, like that's something I hear a lot. Like, oh, you're, you know, or, or I've even been thinking like people have said things like, oh, uh, like, are you sick or something? You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, it's just so obvious to me when, when majority rules, you can get away with anything. Like, cause, cause everybody's doing one thing. Mm-hmm. So that if you're not doing that, you're wrong. And, uh, you know, right and wrong, good or bad, all, all these words don't, don't mean anything because it's somebody's, it's somebody's pers- perspective or, or perception of you. It's not, who, who knows what reality, I mean, every reality is kind of concluded through everybody else's experiences and, and what's going on anyhow and what they, you know, what, like, tell somebody what chocolate tastes like. You know, like, I don't, I don't, you know everybody has their own, their own things going on. Um. But, uh, but I liked, I liked doing the, the veganism. Um, I liked doing the raw. It felt good. I, I stay, I, I started doing more fruit, uh, more fruit raw. And, uh, dude, then I found juice, man. And, uh, once I found juice, <laughs> it, it was, it, it was different. You know, I remember the first time I drank juice for a considerable amount of time. Um, I really, I really never felt like that in my entire life. Uh, and the juice has always been something that I, I look towards as, as like, um, like my friends would criticize me for saying this, but it's like my fix all, you know, it's like my, like, uh, Mm -hmm. it's like my re it's like, it's like the opposite of grounding, you know, like where it, it, it like, it like gets me off the ground, you know, where I can, where I can soar now. And then once I'm up soaring, you know, so, sometimes I'll fall back down, but but generally I like just just keeping going higher and higher and higher and higher. You know, and 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 the fruits all around this summer. And if, if you know, this, this is the third June that I've just drank watermelon juice all month long. Um, <laughs> nice. So this is the third year of June where I've just drank watermelon. I have two good friends of mine that have birthdays in June, and uh, sometimes I'll go to their dinner parties and just chill. Yeah, uh, one of my friends had recently asked me about fasting around other people, and um, you know, it's something that that I love. You know, I love fasting and cooking my my daughter dinner, a cooked meal. You know, like yeah. I love fasting and, and smelling all the all the food and and seeing people enjoying food and 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 I'll tell you that things smell so much better when I'm not eating that that I'll I'll you know I'll go walk past the a bar and smell like the, the, the chicken wings, which I don't, I never liked that smell, you know, but, but things just smell like, uh, I just like that people are enjoying things. You know, it's like if an animal is going to die and get burnt to feed people, I'm not going to be here resenting that animal for being burnt. Yeah. You know, I'm going to smell that burnt animal and be like, Hey man, you know, that, that smells good. That beautiful animal. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to criticize that animal because it's getting cooked. Mm-hmm. It just goes back to like that whole thing about like your your energy that you feel towards things. Like you you can have the same experience but with a different perspective 
and enjoy something out of it as opposed to have the same experience with a bad perspective and then not enjoy it and it's like something bothersome you know what i mean yeah no I so i try to i try to stay positive i try to stay feeling good and i try to keep a good amount of energy you know i i think there's more to it like um I do have like thoughts on like sex drive mm-hmm. with all this stuff because uh, I do think that your sex drive is something that can correspond with your diet. Yeah. But but um, I have thoughts about sex too and and all these things that uh, like that like all of our senses uh, maybe being a little misleading like uh, things that we that our own uh, minds tell us that are. Um, things that we want that every time we get, they don't really work out for us the way we imagined they would. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I see a big disconnect with like temptation. Like, so if I'm with all my friends eating, they're all, let's say eating cheese pizza and I'm fasting that day and I want to still be around my friends at the pizza party and I come over and we're all having a good time and I'm laughing like, um, what was I saying? What was I saying right before that that brought me to the to the pizza party? <laughs> About uh, <laughs> fasting and stuff. Like you're yeah. fasting while while doing it. Yeah. And it because it, it smells good, but you still want to have the positive vibes and. Yeah, I don't remember exactly where I was going with all that, but no. <laughs> it's just it's just nice to 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 be around my friends and to support like their energy. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, totally. you know, you don't, like I said, you don't want to be healthy all alone. That doesn't, yeah. that doesn't, that's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've changed my mind, like my perspective on things. Like I remember, you know, first going vegan and stuff and just feeling like, you know, oh, well, probably if, you know, some of my friends are hanging out and having a barbecue, like, I don't want to go there. So I'd rather not go and spend Mm -hmm. time with them while they're barbecuing animals and blah, blah. But I think that's worse. I think that's putting out like bad vibes or, or uh, negative uh, energy by not going rather, you know, they'd rather see you go there, be happy, be friendly. You're not going to go there and argue with them either. Or like, you know, say anything against what they're doing. You go there and you just do be you. And it, it's it's so much better. It creates a, a better vibe. And it's, it's good for you and it's good for them at the same time. Rather than just denying going and hanging out with your friends just because they're doing something you don't agree with. I think so, it's... Yeah. So now, now we're going to have a little bit of fun. So we are both are in complete agreement on this. I think it's the right way to live your life. You got to go out there and live it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you, you see, uh, like where, like when you, when you attack somebody's morals, mm-hmm. it's really hard for them to not take it offensively. Yeah. Like, uh, if you really attack the way somebody sees the world as right and wrong and, you're telling them they're doing something wrong. You you could see that that's offensive, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So like, um, I love I love this this. I think I I don't know. I, I love this analogy. Is like, if you go to a vegan Thanksgiving dinner where everybody's vegan, and you bring a dead animal and put it on the table, you know, like that's such a more powerful statement than going to a regular Thanksgiving dinner. And bringing a vegan dish 
of yeah. like and putting it on the table. You know, th- th- it's like um, you're not crossing any lines by putting a vegan dish on the table. Mm-hmm. But on a whole table of vegan of people that eat a vegan diet, putting that meat dish on the table is disgusting. Like, eh, eh, yeah. you know, it's like majority rules again. You know, the the, the one meat eater in the room is going to feel like, you know, that's kind of crappy to do. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You know and and it's only crappy to do because there's there's these people all think there's something wrong with killing those crazies yeah (laughs) yeah no i couldn't agree more it's it's just something like i've definitely evolved away from you know like i said when i first went vegan it's uh there was just, I think I was just putting too many walls and, and, and blocking things out and just pushing things away rather than just keeping them the same way they were and just changing what I do, you know? What you do. Yeah. And, and, and the ripple effect you make by exactly. doing that in, in, in the people around you and the people that, are, that see it. You know, not everybody mm-hmm. sees it. You know, uh, a, a nice thing is when, you, when you're in the middle of a dream, and you're sleeping and, and you're, you're, I mean, you're in the middle of that dream and, and all that crap's going on and you're going from galaxy to galaxy in your dream or whatever's going on in your dream. You don't know you're asleep. It's not like, oh, this is crazy. I'm in one of these crazy dreams again where crazy stuff's happening. You no, know, you're just dreaming. Yeah. But that's what's happening now. You're dreaming. You know, so it, it's, it's when you wake up is when you look back at it and say, oh, you know, thank God I was just a dream or, 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 oh, that was just a dream or, oh, that was cool. But, oh, it was just a dream. Yeah. You know, it, it's when you wake up is when you, when you see it, you didn't know it was a dream when you were doing it. Mm-hmm. You only knew that when you woke up. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what, that's where I feel like, um, when you, when you change your diet and you get rewarded for it and you stop getting punished for it, that's when you know, that's when you know what health, what health is to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and everybody's got to learn. I, I even like, I, I like a saying that, uh, you know, this is my healing journey with tons of self-mutilation along the way, you know, because it's like we, everybody's hurting themselves uh, with their indulging. You know, it's like, it, it, it's like um, fruit's one of the things I like that gives, you know, it doesn't take, it doesn't kill the plant. Yeah. You know, it gives your body nourishment. It gives your body energy. It wants to be eaten. You know, there's levels to like taking unnecessarily from it, from, from other things that I, I just don't need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun game. <laughs> it's, it's it, hard. It, it, it's it, hard it though. Is a game. It is a game. Like I, like I told you, like, like, uh, you know, you stop eating meat, you stop eating dairy, you stop eating cheese, you know, you, you, you stop eating as much processed foods, you stop eating as much uh, cooked foods, you know, you start, you start, your breath starts smelling better, mm-hmm. the, your acne starts diminishing, you know, even those spots that you've always had some kind of breakout or reoccurring or whatever, you know, um, you know, your, your skin looks a little brighter, you know, like, uh, you know, you stop with the with the with the toothpaste or the crazy toothpaste because because your breath doesn't stink as much. You stop with the crazy deodorant needing because your armpits don't smell like you know you might smell like a human, but you don't smell like a a bag of 
old cheese, you yeah. know? And, um, and, and even like sleeping, you know, like, uh, I sleep on the floor, you know, I, um, I, I, I just feel better sleeping on the floor. Yeah. I, 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 you know, everybody sleeps in a bed. So, so, so did I, you know, I have a bed, a nice bed. I don't use it. I, I just, I just, I just feel better sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think that, that a lot of these things, um, are like a, are, are part of the rabbit hole. Of just, uh, honestly, I think it's part of like needing less, you know, um, you know, a, a lot of uh, feeling good is feeling with like wholesome, you know, I feel like, uh, without isn't a good feeling, but when a lot of stuff's already within you. It generally, there's a level of contentment that I feel mm-hmm. uh, about a lot of things, you know. And, and material-wise, I, I don't have as much as a lot of people, but I don't, I don't need as much yeah. as a lot of people. So it's, it's, uh, you know, if you if you find yourself like needing special treatment or needing this and needing that, you, what you don't realize is that you're putting that in front of your happiness or you're allowing that to be in front of your happiness. And, Mm -hmm. and when there's less in front of your happiness, you really only have to worry about situations that you react poorly to day to day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think one thing too is that I find is a problem is that we, when we wake up to something and we realize something, we're just like, Oh my God, like I can't believe that I used to eat animals or I can't believe that, you know, like meditation has changed my life and, or whatever it may be. We just, we get excited. And sometimes when we see somebody do the opposite, we just want to say, no, don't do this or don't do that. And it's like, don't say, don't do that. Just like, you can explain how good the benefits are and maybe talk about yourself and how you feel and how you change. But telling somebody stop doing this or don't do that that's bad that's you know that's like it's just counterproductive and it's just like putting up this wall or just negative energy and i think that's what is the problem with a lot of like vegans or or whatever just anybody that's just being that's woken up from something and they're they jump on trying to tell somebody not to do something rather than just explaining how it feels for them but Without a doubt, that couldn't be said. That couldn't be. I mean, if there's anything that's going to sum up, if you've made it this far in here, I mean, this this right here, I think, is important because it brings up two points that I'd like to maybe close out on. Um, the one is the divide. So, like, you can eat a vegan diet, but don't be a vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't be different than your friends. You know, we're we're all we're all the same. We're all in this together, and. Mm-hmm we're here to help each other more than anything else. And the, the, you know, that's where you get all pushy vegan because you're trying to push your beliefs to help others and, and your intention's good, but you're pushing people away more than bringing people together by yeah. the separation. And, 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 and it's like the same with the masks, you know, it's just another way, you know, another way to separate things mm-hmm. uh, from people that believe that there's something to worry about or how serious to believe or, yeah. you know, or you know, you, if you put hand sanitizer on your hands and it kills everything and you put hand sanitizer all over your whole world and it kills everything. 
you know, what's it doing to you? Yeah. It's killing everything. Yeah. I don't want that shit. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to work on my lymphatic system. Stay hydrated, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Totally, man. Well, before we go, where could uh, people find you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, I like Instagram the most. I'll be completely honest. I feel the best when I don't have a cell phone in my pocket. Um, I feel the best when I'm not concerned about sharing uh, what what I what I believe uh, or when I see something beautiful that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I do my best when I'm not getting my phone to propel it onto the internet. Uh, but I do have a pretty active account on Instagram. That's the social media platform where I reach the most people and people uh, really help me feel like I'm I, like I have a direction that I'm following. You know, they, they help uh, validate what I'm doing mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, not that I don't have some forms of self-validation, but I, I feel a great, uh, a great community on my Instagram. I know that's that's where you and I met, and uh, my Instagram is at Fruit Pull-ups. Um, I, I like working out. Uh, I haven't been doing it much, um, just because it's just not the right time right now. But but uh, you know, I, I stay I stay up and at it. Uh, another thing I wanted to say about about telling people what to do though is that I have yeah. a friend that's an artist, a painter, and he tells me all the time that people see his paintings. And they're not artists and they say hey you should do this so so in no in no no matter who stat whatever stature you have you know um the head coach of the football teams the head the president you know somebody that's never managed a midget football game tells the head coach who they should put in or who they should pull out or what they're doing wrong in their their lineups you know and um you know, everybody has an opinion, but it, but it's uh, it, everybody wants to share it too. So I feel like throughout this thing, you're you know, throughout life, you get a lot of other people trying to trying to tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't tell people what to do, but the people that I talk to ask me what I'm doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say earlier when we were saying that. Um, I was going to say, like you mentioned also earlier, we're not perfect. So it's not like because we're saying that we're, we shouldn't tell others what to do or all these things. It's not like we've, we still don't do it at all. There's times that it comes out, you know, maybe with your closest friends or, or your, your family or whatever. But I think there was maybe times that it's worse, especially for me that I've noticed. It was worse when I first went vegan and, you know, arguments and commenting on things and just being a little bit more aggressive and and this and this and this. And now it's just like backing off and moving away from that. There is times where you, you jump in and say some things, but at least I'm more conscious about it. And I realize I'm like, okay, like afterwards, I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't need to say that. And I didn't need to go there or whatever. I could have just left it the way it is. But it's yeah, that like, those little parts it's stress, that it's sneak out. It's me out more fighting about it yeah. than just playing along. Yeah. So we're not perfect, but it's about being aware, the awareness, the conscious of it, and just moving in the right direction. 
at least in the direction that feels good. Yes, absolutely. All right, buddy. It was awesome talking to you. Man, we could chat for hours here. We might have to do this again. <laughs> hey, hey if, if, if people like or they hit the star or subscribe, you'll know the, the, <laughs> the analytics will show that the fruit pull-up gets a cracking and he runs his mouth all night long. Yeah, totally, man. Right on. Well, good seeing you, and hopefully uh, the fruit festival goes on because then we can uh, chill in person and have all the fruits we want. <laughs> that, that's what that's what it's about the fruit the fruit and being out in the sun feeling good. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, you have yourself an awesome day. All right, Rich. Good good talk, bro. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you guys could, leave me a review. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys have any suggestions, ideas, anything at all, because that would help the podcast grow. And again, if you guys haven't done so already, please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes each week. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Peace and love to you all.